How'd you like to see Gatos and Chad in a slap fight? I think it could happen. I'm thinking I'm winning that. (laughs) (laughs) I think you are, too. (laughs) Uh, We actually are going to talk about this new sport, competitive slapping. It is barbaric. You know what my other favorite sport is now? What's that? Assault. (laughs) (laughs) You guys seen that game? Coming up next, Assault. Uh, It's actually, I think it's going to be bigger than pickleball. Competitive. We had competitive eating. We've got competitive slapping. Pickleball is so much fun. I know. So uh, hang on for that. Uh, let's get to a couple things. It's been let's a really busy day. I mean, uh, our attorney general and new attorney generals pushed the pause button on executions. Uh, we have continued to follow up on this show about the evil Scottsdale mayor shutting off the water to a neighboring evil. town, Rio Verde Foothills. Boy, are we hearing a lot about him and how he's a real pain yeah, in the rear end. He seems to be a little bit of a... Yeah. a uh, he's a pistol, as they yeah. would say. He's Here, being a bit of a pistol. Hey, mayor, here's a solution. It's going to make you money. I'm not interested i want to turn the uh, the water off on people i do find that just it's really stupid and weird uh also you know we found out today let's let's get into this a little bit uh it was a couple weeks ago we started talking about the six-year-old boy who brought a gun to school two weeks ago today actually yeah and shot his teacher yeah okay he brought a gun to school and shot his teacher he's six and the incredible story of the teacher getting shot in the chest and saying I'm going to make sure every kid gets out of this classroom. Yeah. And she made sure every kid got out of their classroom. And by the way, she is out of, of uh, she's now out of the hospital and, and doing well and recovering. Thank God. Thank God. We also found out the six-year-old boy did it on purpose. It wasn't a mistake. He wasn't aiming at the wrong person. He wanted to it shoot. It was planned out. His teacher at six. And now here is the latest. Here's the latest. This boy had previously been accompanied to school each day by his mother and father. And mom and dad stayed at school with the boy. Because he had that much problem. Yeah, they're saying that he has an acute disability. We know he's under intensive care right now. And has been under intensive care. There's even a plan at school. But mom and dad went to school with him. For quite a long time. And they did say in their statement, too, that they had the gun completely secured. How did they get it then? Let's hold off on that just for a second. The gun completely secured. Mom and dad went to school with him every day. And the week of the shooting was the first time that a parent was not in class with him. So think about. Took one chance. It took one day. So mom and dad, at least one of the parents, they sat in class with their kid. Every day until the one day that they didn't and the kid shot his teacher. Let's get to the second part. You just brought it up. The gun was secured. That's what they say. How is the? Obviously, it's not the case. I, I, I can't. I can't believe well, look, that's if, if, the if, case. if the kid is this diabolical, diabolical, could it have been secured somewhere where he could have found a, you know, maybe he found the code to get into the safe? And, you know, I mean, Uh, this was uh, we think no way that can happen. This was a six year old who planned to shoot his teacher. Right. Something could happen. And the parents knew that the boy was not well. And you would think the school knew the boy was not well, too. Uh, And you would think that the parents would make sure that gun was locked up. Let's let's for a second. Take their word for it, that the gun was secured and they locked that gun up. And this kid still got it. 
It makes the story even more incredible. Yeah, chilling. It's chilling. It's chilling. And I said this, what was it, about a week ago. Uh, I talked to a, a bunch of school teachers that I know, and I said, have you ever known a, a small child that you just you, you just look at him and, oof. And I got the answer yes a few times that uh, they don't. What was the one there's thing no I got? There's no feeling. Uh, yeah, there, there was, is no like, understanding. Of, there's there's no even caring of repercussions against them. There is. I, there's it, no feeling of sorrow for no, what zero. I just did. I just pushed somebody down. I just hit somebody with something. And there is there is no guilt. There's no sorrow. There's none of that. Uh, and and a couple of times, a few teachers told me off the charts intelligent. Yeah. So and I maybe think that's, that's what this kid I mean, is. He has been he is hospitalized by the sounds of it at a place where they take the people who have criminal issues and uh, mentally can no longer be on the streets. And, then, you know, that might be where he, be, he is for the rest of his life. Because I think when we were learning about the story, we're like, well, the parents have obviously left the gun out. Because if you secure a gun, uh, a six year old can't get it. Maybe this one can. And maybe nobody. And sometimes. In life, no matter how bad somebody's life is, that kid thrives. And sometimes, no matter how much you try, no matter what you do, no matter how much you give, no much therapy, there is some kids out there that you're not going to fix, yeah. and they're going to do something heinous. You know, it, it kind of reminds me, do you remember that it was so long ago that Macaulay Culkin, mm -hmm. right? But he was in Home Alone and Funny. The Good the good Son or whatever it was. It was The Good Son. Do you remember that? Oh, it yeah. was... Uh, it was right around when he was doing Home Alone, and he played an evil little kid. I and it was a very, very creepy uh, uh, yes. story that they brought us through, and you could you you find out throughout that he is he is maniacal. There was I, you know, that show you don't like evil. Uh, the 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 scary show that you don't like with the evil monster in the it, the CBS show yes. that I had to turn off. There a few was years a ago. maniacal kid in it, and I watched the episode last night because we we're just starting to watch it. Yeah. And let me tell you something: yeah, no feelings, yeah, no caring. The parents were scared. Maybe the parents got the gun because they're worried about this. I mean, uh, if you're having to go to school and sit there with your kid, I know, and you, you can't leave your kid alone that for is, a few hours. Um, I, the other question is, if you can't leave that child alone in a, in a classroom with other kids for a few hours and the parents have to be there, uh, should be around other kids. Child shouldn't be at that school. No. Nope. Not nope. at all. Nope. Cause you just have to ask yourself the question. Would you, if maybe you're, you're listening right now, do you have a sixth grader or somebody right around there? How would you feel if there was a child in your kid's class where mom and dad had to attend every day because they thought he was so dangerous. I don't want my kid around him. My mom came because she knew eh, there's a good chance Chad's going to walk away when I get here. So if <laughs> you're going to stay here, you're going to leave for uh, good. He might bounce. Right. So that's the latest on the six-year-old boy. It is a it's a terrible story. Yes, indeed. It horrible. really, Horrific. really is horrible. The good news is no one died. The teacher is okay. the The child is getting help. I think that's about all we can ask that's for about right all, now. At this point in time, you know? that's the best case scenario. All right. Coming up next, it's bigger than pickleball. It's competitive slapping, and it's taking over the world of sports. And wait until you hear the slap. It's the Gatos and Chad Show. That's right.
Kate us and Chad show. We will slap you and you will enjoy it. So just deal with it. By the way, we've got a podcast. I'll tell everybody why you're saying that. Slap you. Uh, you're going you're gonna to wait. So get us Chad show podcast. You'll love it. iPhone, Android. Never miss any of the exciting action. Uh, brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty, East Valley. Get a higher price selling your home. Get guaranteed offers. Go to higherprice.com. Higherprice.bam. Competitive eating. That's a sport. But who's the main guy competitive eating? We had him in studio. Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut. Remember when we had him uh, in studio eating wings against Lloyd Banks? Uh, and he just crushed him. Uh, so those are kind of weird sports. How about not competitive eating? How about competitive slapping? Wait until you hear this, literally. The rules are pretty simple. Open hand only. Don't hit the temple, ear, neck, or nose. You got that? Yep. Basically, you stand there across some, a barrel from each other, and you take turns hitting each other. Okay, so the way oh, that... sounds like a winner. <laughs> the way that I see it. Uh, first you stand there, that guy hits you, and then you get him. Remember that movie with Sylvester Stallone, Over the Top? Oh, God, what a great movie. What that a great was... movie, right? I'm going to was... save my kid, because yeah. I'm awesome, because I've got to go over the top. He was a truck driver, and he would stop at certain places and arm wrestle somebody. Yeah. So I want you to think of it. It's that kind of setup for competitive mm-hmm. slapping. That's how close you are. It's just the, but you're, 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 there's a, this little buffer in between you. And you slap your opponent as hard as you can. <laughs> For the one being slapped, no flinching. Whoa! Here's your wind-up. Yes. Michael Okuma got into competitive slapping about a year ago. I came across my feed one day. I was sucked in by it. A show debuting tonight on TBS features 30 athletes hoping to athletes. slap their way to the first title fight in the history of this little-known sport. <laughs> Those okay. are slapletes, by the way. They're not athletes. Slapletes. Like and so, I want to be the announcer. What do you think he should do here? Well, if I was him, I would do the only thing you can do in the sport, which is slap them. Yeah. I've seen this online. Have you seen this online, Becky Lynn? I have not. I, but did anybody watch the debut? It was, what, night before last or something I like saw that? all the knockouts I needed to see. <laughs> I, I've never seen anything like it. I, I can't imagine. I saw people get knocked out. The lady, was it a lady that got slapped so hard? Uh, A wise man, it was the lady that got slapped so hard. Then they give you 30 seconds to get up and try to recover. Wow. And she kind of, and they like catch you and she stumble around. Like the NFL would, unless you're Tua, they would have pulled you off the field. (laughs) Right. This girl, she kind of stumbles and then she does a somersault because she's kind of out like a light. I saw a guy last night because I knew we were going to do the story today. I saw a guy, I don't know how many times they get slapped. Is that his face? It was like the third. Yeah, you saw that? So the the right side of his face, because he's getting slapped by a right-handed person, so it's the left side of his face. Um, it was about four or five times bigger than the other side. He was so swollen, Becky, and I can't even Here, tell you. Okay. It, it was, was like brutal. He looked like Madonna. Question. He said, <gasps> okay, remember he said if you're the one being slapped, no flinching. So yeah. I assume that means yeah. if you get hit, you can't flinch. But do they have to catch you? Can you duck? Oh, you know, no. in boxing, no, you, you duck. can duck. No, no. You, no, you have to stand no, there and take stand it. stand there and take it. No, it's not a fight. It's not a fight. It's a slap. It's slap fight. So right. I think you have to you have to be able to catch the person to slap. Uh, the people that I saw uh, didn't get caught. They went right down like a sack of yeah. bricks. I yeah. don't understand. Why would anybody want to be in that? Because people are desperate they, for oh attention. They're desperate for this. Isn't like it's. It was a big sport in Eastern European countries where pretty much anything goes. You know, right. like right. Belarusia, Moldovia. You know, and you know where they have. It's either that sport today or they're going to do the quick draw where everybody wears a uh, bulletproof vest. So it is that kind of weird thing. And 
And they're doing it to survive because, you know, they're trying to make money to feed their family. Oh, that's different. These yeah. people are attention hounds. They just want to be on TV. Yeah, yeah. and they want to, and they feel that they could take a slap like that. So when you look at the world of boxing, okay, uh, that's a fight. Uh, some amateur boxers wear the headgear. But obviously, if you're you know heavyweight champion or something like that, uh, you've got the boxing gloves on. So yeah, it's not. But you learn to, to but, bob and duck no, and weave. You but, know. but the actual punch still hurts. Sure. But again, you still have a boxing glove on. It's not bare knuckles. This is a this is a bare open handed yeah. slap. Yeah. And I will. T- uh, we have a couple of slaps here. I don't know if we can really feel the full effect. Oh, you'll feel it. Okay. All right, I don't know what that was, but that was awesome. Yeah. That's somebody's face that's getting hit. And in the day and age that we live in, with concussions and... Uh, Tell me I'm supposed to care about the NFL again right. if this is something that's now our entertainment. In the NFL, they have spotters now who sit in the in the stands. And if they feel that a, a football player hit the ground with his head or was hit in the head... Or is acting a little suspicious. They immediately call down to the sidelines and that player is now pulled off, obviously, except if you're Tua Tunga Vailoa. Because they let him out there three or four times this year. But in this thing, this is one of the most brutal things I've ever seen. And one of those guys, if I'm right, uh, that was the thing, that, that was the TBS one you showed me yesterday, right, Steve? One of, so Wiseman shows me this thing. Yes, one of those guys did the uh, Tua Tunga Valoa thing where his hands were all like that. Oh, after, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Oh, see, so he was knocked out and there was definite. And, they, and then they put concussion. the little time up. He's got 30 seconds to get up. This is ridiculous. And you know what? Brutal. We all watch it because it's awesome. Sorry. It's awesome? Yes. It's awesome. It is really? awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. I see you don't nothing see awesome. You don't see it. You, 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 but you'll get sucked in. You're like, I wonder when the next guy's going to get slapped harder. And you're you watch smart, it. those people sound. I got into this. And last year we talked like this before we got into slap fighting. <laughs> what killed me is that, you know, the objective is basically if you knock the other guy out, you you're win. Trying, yeah. And so while the one guy is seizing on the ground and his arms are locking up, the other guy's running around like he just won. <laughs> like, like he's circling him. Two weeks ago, we were all praying for DeMar Hamlin when he got knocked out and had to be revived on the field. And right. here we are two weeks later creating a sport where the objective is to knock somebody unconscious. Knock somebody and out. hope they can't get up. Right. It's ridiculous. Uh, UFC, and Pablo, you're a big UFC fan. Uh, they have a referee in there that will stop you after you start pummeling the guy. Those sports are commissioned. There's a state yeah. commission for them. So. Right. Yeah, and I don't know about this one. I just know I see two people go up there, and they slap the crap out of each other, and it's uncomfortable, but you can't look away. That's the other part of it. You just can't look away. And they're using social media to get the word out there on this new sport, competitive slapping. All right. Coming up next, story time on the Gatos and Chad show. So we've given you 19 hours, 45 minutes of news this week. And what we do at the end of the show on Friday is we uh, share something from our personal lives on story time next. It's story time on the Gatos and Chad show. After giving you 19 hours and 45 minutes of news this week. The guys give you an inside look at their personal lives. Oh, it's time to get them all warm and fuzzy. The end of a show on Friday. Thank, Thank you. God. Thank you, Morgan Freeman. We appreciate it. Uh, yeah, we bring you into our personal lives. Uh, I'm going to go first. Please do. Okay. So, uh, Saturday, uh, our daughter is turning 26. 
26. So I came into her life from a proud stepdad, came into her life at 13. So I've been there for half of her life. My wife was just telling me this earlier today because I got married in my late 30s. Never thought I'd get married. Never thought, you know, I'd have any kids or be a stepdad or any of that stuff. And now I've got this human being who I've been in her life for and she's been in my life, you know, for, for all these years. And I look back at it, and it's like, because I know, Chad, you're raising young children. I'm you're a four-year-old. you got a four-year-old Charlie who's, she's awesome. you got Jack who's 12. I got that right today, didn't you I? You did, you did. Okay, you got some stepdaughters as well. Um, but uh, it's kind of fun to look back on, because we're going to go celebrate her. Uh, on Saturday, we're going to take her out to this kind of bougie lunch, right, at a spot that she that she likes out, out in Scottsdale. Hopefully the mayor won't be there, because I don't like him. And anyway. he turn the water off on you. <laughs> uh, it's like I look back and I helped teach her how to drive. Um, I helped pick out a, a prom dress. I mean, stuff like that. I mean, you know, she would be doing uh, her, you know, with the, with the spinny things and the guard in high school with the, with the fake guns and the twirly things. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What is that called? Yeah, guard? The, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd sit there. What is it? Color guard. Color guard. There you go. I, I would sit there on the hard, you know, bench, you know, in the in the cold and, and watch her on the field. And it's cool just to watch her grow up. I got to dance with her at the wedding. Uh, it was amazing. And so I'm watching this, you know, when I first met her, here's a 13-year-old kid. Now she's married. She's 26, dude. She's 26. It felt like just the other day I was picking her up from school, in, in high school. And by the way, I didn't know the rules. So I cut the whole line. Ah, well. That's why she always wanted me to pick her up. Gotta I be cut honest, the whole seems line. Something like you do anyway. Yeah, you know the rules. No, no, it definitely, it definitely is. But like, you know, just just watching her grow up, watching her go to prom, uh, watching her graduate uh, high school, watching her graduate college, uh, being there as, as you know, in p- part of the wedding. And my goodness, she's going to have a kid one of these in a couple of years. And I got to tell you this. I hope it's I hope it's a girl. I hope it's exactly like her. So I'm going to spoil that kid rotten. Nice. Rotten. Nice. So I want to wish our daughter a very happy birthday. 26 years old. My goodness. So, story time. Go ahead. Story time. Last weekend, Jack had a hockey tournament. We didn't go because we're going out to a hockey tournament next uh, month for him. But he's like, Dad, you know, don't come. Uh, his team is not great. It's their first year. You know, they're playing a lot of kids that are above them. And, and you know, Jack is, he's the, as far as, he hasn't played that long compared to a lot of these other kids. Two, three years. Jack's about a year plus into this, barely. But, you know, athletic. Our family's a bit athletic from what I understand. And on top of that, you know, he's got he's got big uncle that's helping him out. And, uh, and you know, guys, you know, other uncle played in the, both of them played professionally. So, and when I go to these, sometimes they get just, just lit up. And the other reason is their goalie's great. He's amazing. But he was on vacation. It's like, Dad, don't come. This goalie's horrible. We're going to lose every game. Isn't that interesting that you're... Your kid doesn't want you to come yeah. because well, they're going to lose. He, well, the other thing is, he's like, Dad, I know it costs a lot of money to come out here and do all I these see. kind of things. And, you know, it's like, and you and, we're, and it's not a big tournament. I said, okay. He lit it up like he's never lit it up before. And you missed it. I missed it all. Oh, gosh. Now, thank goodness his mom sent me tons of videos. But scoring goals, I mean, there was one time, and he is huge for his age. He's 
sitting in front of the goal, stand, in front of the goalie. They're trying to move him, and it ain't happening. Really? Yeah, they took a shot, and he just moved him all out of the way and scored. He he went in on a breakaway one-handed and dished it to a guy for a goal. He scored a couple other goals, deflections, and he was like, he got home. His mom said, "I said, how excited are you, Jack?" And he was just telling me, "Dad, you don't understand. He got he got the puck of the game. He got all of these things because it and and it started to click now." Do you feel like you missed out? Are you ticked? Not ticked. Are you upset that you didn't go, that that you wished that you were there? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I was a little bummed about that. I got to be honest. I was a little bummed about it. But I know that, you know, uh, he gets a little bit anxious, uh, too, because sure. he's no matter how good he plays, he always feels bad. Dad, you came all the way out here and spent all this money. And Here's my the team, other question, you know, my team stinked. Would he have had the same game with you sitting there? That's what I don't know. Right. Because That's he could have been. Thing. It's different when you're playing in front of people. Yeah, you get a little bit of nerves. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so I don't know. But he had such a great... It was awesome, and the goals were awesome. And I think now that stuff has gone away because I think he has a belief in himself that he didn't have before. It's great. Story time with Gatos and Chad Show. All right, that'll do it for us. We're out of here. We got Becky Lynch. She's got Arizona's evening news. We'll be back on Monday. I'll see you then, man. Later, brother.